Hi everyone, um, I'm coming down, or I'm just starting an edible journey right now, so I'm excited to be here. I'm the Wilma Flintstone of drag who's crying because there's so much drama going on. There is so much sadness in the world right now. It, it's a lot, it's the holiday season, so welcome to episode 8 of Wait Don't Do It with your girl Nunu Parish, y'all. And Rafi. And we're going to be talking about the tea. It's really just the tea because so much has happened in the last week since we recorded. Mainly my makeup running, honestly. <laughs> Um, I think your makeup might be expired. Maybe, have you checked the expiration date? I've checked my expiration date, and it's way past due. But speaking of past due, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be such a terrible tradition to that topic. Um, we should start light, right? We should start light for the people. Yeah, yeah. What are good things that happened this week? Yeah, what are you grateful for? Let's talk about that, right? Um, you ever used to do gratitude checks in season four? Did we ever care about gratitude? I thought though? that was four. We're, we're ungrateful brats. So right. But gratitude helps you, you know, experience more positive emotions. And it's also mm. the reason for the season, the Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving yes. religious or is that just a general thing? Because I think it's American. It's, it's American. It's American. It's like something that we... I genuinely like don't think of it as like something colonial or something like that. I don't think of it as like the pilgrims and the Native Americans. I think of it as like it's time where I get to see my mom, my dad, eat my mom's stuffing, um, watch, starting starting to watch like movies and stuff like that. You're gonna watch Home Alone. Yes. Oh my god. The traditions, like we, I guess in our culture, like we do still do like it's just like the precursor for Christmas. Right. The traditional Salvadoran culture watching Home Alone. I I love (laughs) it. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) And Niño Chistoso is what my mom calls it. Neo. Nino. Oh, Neo. <laughs> Neo. I was like, mm. Matrix or something. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, starring Neo. Oh, wow. You know, one day I'm going to watch the movie. We got to do that. We got to do that live for the people. Uh, directed by the iconic Christopher Columbus. Chris Columbus. What's the name? Oh, yeah. He did Harry Potter. One of those yeah, Harry Potter yeah, the original, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he works with a lot of children. That's not creepy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding, Chrissy. Uh, just kidding. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, I'll be going you... home as well, hanging out with my family, seeing some friends back home in the South. I don't really like Thanksgiving. I like the break of it all. I don't mm. like, you know, eat ham or turkey or anything that's traditional. Yeah. Uh, I'm you don't gonna... like stuffing? No. You just like stuffing Getting things. Getting stuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With money. <laughs> with money, specifically. <laughs> um, it's like, I don't know. I just go eat anything that's open. Anything that's open on Thanksgiving, like, I will legit go to, like, the meals and stuff at the house and then, like, still go after and get, like... Boston Market? Uh, yeah. Boston Market. <laughs> yeah. I, which is a fun fact. We didn't sign an NDA. Boston Market tried to get us to do... Oh, <laughs> not we didn't sign an NDA. <laughs> a paid sponsorship. We no, had no, to, no. like, go pick up the chicken or something. No, you, no, remember no, no. The, you remember that? You remember? Not paid sponsorship. If we got 5,000 views, we would have gotten $20. To be clear. And it was us having to go to a random Boston market somewhere in, like, Petersburg, Maryland. Literally. And, like, fucking try their new chicken sandwich or whatever. And I was like, this sounds not like the opportunity. Like, who is going to Boston market? First of all, I have never been to a Boston market. It has been around since my birth. Isn't isn't it, like, K&W Cafeteria? Do you think when people on our podcast know what K&W Cafeteria is? They they don't. I, Google KW. I know y'all I've know KW. I talked about it at, with my coworkers at work, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And only people from North Carolina are like, "Yeah, the cafeteria, <laughs> the cafe, You're right, the go to corral um, <laughs> of it all." But I, I'm excited to be home. I like the break. I love Thanksgiving yes, for the break. Yes. Um, and I like Black Friday shopping. So that that's really 
What well, is? I, I mean, I go home to North Carolina. My parents live in Monterey, North Carolina. You still get a TV every year the Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, every TV that I own has come from Black Friday. And, my, like, we specifically go to Manor, North Carolina, because it's still, like, a that time capsule. Actually they still go. a rural thing, because all yeah. my family in the country, when I visit, they're like, we gotta go Black Friday shopping to Walmart. There's TVs on sale. Yeah. Like, there's a TV on sale every year. Yes. How many TVs yes. do you need? You don't have two bedrooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a comparison to our eight-bedroom home. Right. Right here. The so, Chateau. Um, but, yeah, no, I that's something I do want to go home to, because, you know, as we get older, we start realizing, you know, I don't... Know how many Thanksgivings I have with my family, so I just want to make sure yeah, go you, home. Life is so short and so fleeting. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Um, yeah, just like my makeup. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just like my makeup gets anxiety. Speaking of speaking of makeup and anxiety, and we want to, um, I guess, start with the sad, sad news. Um, not that sad news because that's at the end. Uh, the first sad news. Um, the Power Ranger, Tommy. The Hilfiger. Power Ranger. No? Okay, so let's not disrespect. No, we will I, say I, the Fallen Power Ranger first of all. Um, Tommy. right. I. His name is right here. What's his name? Go ahead, Tommy. He'll figure. <laughs> this is why I have the computer. It's just Tommy. Y'all know him. Look at Tommy Power Ranger. Y'all know, girl. <laughs> well, am I Wikipedia? Am I, I Wikipedia for you, bitches? You bitches could Google, right? Has, Ask Siri. He has three names. To be clear, he has three names. So let's type. So do you. Tommy. So does all. Tommy Power Ranger is the first thing to come up. Exactly, Tommy Power Ranger. Um, his name was actually Jason David Frank. You're lying. Do you know Jason David? Did you go to high school with him? No. Why would I say Tommy? Was that the name of the show? No, his 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 real name was Jason David Frank. But on the show it was Tommy. Tommy. Okay, I was like, I got Tommy from somewhere, but I just oh, say Tommy, no, Tommy, Tommy was iconic because, you know, he was like... I always saw myself in Tommy... Like, my masculine was always Tommy, and then my, like, girl was always the Pink Ranger. But they were in a relationship together. So that's I, I don't recall a lot from the Power Rangers. So I remember I dressed up as a red Power Ranger. I remember, like, we all doing the thing. Right, yeah. And I remember I wanted to be pink. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because it's And scary. I remember Rita Repulsa. Yeah, and that's all I remember. I don't remember the girl. I don't remember the cast, and that's really no shade. It's a very it was it actually, but uh, his hairstyle was rare and memorable. The slick back, yeah, you remember, honey, right here. You see it right here. I'll put it in the in the video. But I actually like ten years ago when like DVDs were really coming up, like like on their way out because streaming was coming up. But like DVDs were really trying to like cash in on like oh watch the whole series of Power Rangers for the first time since it's been on TV. And so I bought the whole season, and then I was so invested. I was watching every episode. Terrible. I haven't seen. I haven't seen terrible, this, um, terrible. this DVD set at the house. Where is that? Uh, oh, that's back in North Carolina. Oh, oh, that's right. You said 2012. This is 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was and like so, 18. Maybe, maybe seven years ago. Something around there. But I started like re- like watching all the behind the scenes, and then I dived, dived into Power Ranger like Twitter or whatever. And apparently, Power Ranger Billy, Twitter. Billy, the blue one, was okay. being bullied for being gay and flamboyant and queer on set by Tommy. And there's like video. I'll put the video right here. I bet you won't. <laughs> I bet I will. You want to see it? Do you want to see it? No, I um. It's like basically in the video. It's like a behind the scenes moment, and it's Billy and the eight and the Asian yellow razor. <laughs> Yeah, it was racist, y'all. The y'all this description is racist. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They were yellow and they were the Asian character. It's kind of problematic. Right. So it was always like a toxic environment, apparently. But they were just like kikiing. And then Tommy comes in trying to stay in the limelight. And then Billy is like clearly off put by him. And apparently later we find out that he was like called 
slurs of galore. Oh my god! Uh, and it was not coming from the Emerald Green Ranger. That's so crazy. I mean, the, the whole, the whole of the whole transformation that the, the poses is all malicious faggotry. That's just oh uh, yeah. First of all, it was all leotards. Right. We, we, all, we like, can't be calling primary colors. Like y'all are doing a circus. This is a circus. This is dragon. Yeah, this is Cirque du Soleil. Absolutely. And so obviously, unfortunately, I guess Jason David Green, um, Frank. Had some demons and he killed himself. Apparently, oh my apparent gosh. suicide. Is, is that is that how we say it these days? <laughs> the, he died by suicide. Yes. Well, we have to bleep it all for TikTok anyway. So you we, can say that. You can say died by suicide. You can say killed yourself unalive. This is TikTok nowadays. You probably could correct Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I thought that was just to like say like oh you know because the algorithm will take it down if you say like kill yourself. No, I mean I. Am certified and have taken classes of suicide, so I, okay, I, yeah, I, yeah. the official way of saying this: die by suicide, or the news was say dead by suicide. Oh, you don't um, kill yourself anymore. Correct, because suicide was the the cause. Because when you're suicidal, you know you get tunnel vision, your mind's at specific pace, so you're not in the the normal mindset that you, you usually are. So that's why people just do it, even if their family's there, or other people there, because they're just in a space. Oh, but wow. we touched on that last episode, so go back to episode seven. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, get the bio. But again, it's a time of year. Things happen, um, you know, between Aaron Carter, take I mean, so many things are happening. Yeah. Um, and human life doesn't seem to be as widely regarded. Um, but Until it's gone. Until it's gone. Until it's gone. So I'm hoping that y'all use this holiday season to really be around your loved ones. And even if this holiday season is tough for your family, that you be with your chosen family. You connect yes. virtually on Zoom, FaceTime, wherever it is with those who you consider, you know, family and are close to because we all got to lift each other up at, the, mm. at this point. Um, but speaking of keeping those closest to you, it's also important to keep those who are taking your energy away. What? Period. Okay. Period. Great transition there. <laughs> um, because I learned the hard way that ending in what? good terms uh, with people, especially in this dating scene, is pointless. I want to I wanna just emphasize that. And I have close friends who do this i don't i don't get it i don't get this whole like i need to be friends with my whatever it was right um you can just not be in people's lives anymore you know what i mean well i think for me it was always like an investment like they i, I really like this person for the same we had a lot of the same interests mm-hmm. and i think our chemistry was really good red flag though we'll get to that later um but i think that for me like it was also like it stopped me from blocking them before I should have. And you have to realize you can end in good terms with people, but then they you don't know after what can happen. And like you're you're kind of putting yourself in a space of limbo when you don't remove someone that is taking your energy away from you. And so people, are, you know, people were saying, you know, if you block people, especially in DC, are like if you block someone, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Like. They make you, they tell, so they, someone tells you that because you know the first thing I always tell you to block. block. Yeah, I mean Nunu is the one that set that pace for I me. Like I block every single person. It's so fun since I've like been in DC. Like for my ex, like the ex people that I fuck with, all of them have been blocked. Because um, social media, you know, that's our lifestyle nowadays. So this is our block, job. Also, right. it's our job. It's so also like, a lifestyle, a job, and livelihood. So you know, when you really block with them for social media, you know, you're really just taking them out of the equation. Like yeah. you don't want to see them anymore. I mean, it's not really about them, but for me, like, yeah, it was like, I tried to end in good terms, but then I realized you can only end in good terms with people that are mature. And if you're not giving the same maturity, if they're not giving you the same energy, and they also just absorb you like a sponge, that means they're probably not 
the best person for it. And you also have to be aware of those relationships that are relationships and those who are friendships. There are some people who start as really friends, right? And they're really hanging out and they're and it just transitions to a relationship and they can go back to that. But a lot of us, right, we get in relationships with people who are not our friends. Yes. So, you know, when you're done with it, you know, you weren't friends before. So yeah, like so you know Exactly. So why are you friends now? Yeah. What's the point? Um and I know it's hard because people people go back, people come back. You know, you may hook up with someone again. You do the boomerang. Yeah. Um, but you got to figure out, are they in your life for a reason that is beneficial to your mental health? No. Yeah, that's that's 100% the fact. Like, if you realize that this person... And again, there's different kind of personalities. Some people love someone that's not, like, that's avoidant or not someone that is like can commit to you in a certain way or like that is a slow builder in that kind of situation I'm not I'm definitely someone that is communicative and I like to be very like transparent with relationships and I think that kind of scares people um, in like this kind of social dating climate uh, because we're all recovering from trauma and I can definitely understand all that but I think it's when you rely on your trauma to make you like feel like you your bad behavior is Right, you become no longer responsible for your actions Mm -hmm. because something happened to you. And because something's happened to everyone. Yeah, literally. And something might not even happen to you. You know, those are always up in the air as well. I just feel like we as people have to not go into victimhood as a way of communicating and engaging with people. Yeah. Like, there's a way of being like, yes, things are happening, but like, especially in queer community. I mean, I get it. We have been victims. Mm Mm-hmm. Of things, crimes, still crimes, still to this day, yeah. um, but we can't shrink into victimhood. It can't be like going to clubs and trauma dumping. You know what I mean? Well, ultimately, it's like you can't to find closure in the situation. You just have to. And I saw this video recently. It was like you have to just admit that maybe I just don't understand what this person, how this person thinks. I can't even because I would never behave. I avoided treating this person this way. They clearly did not avoid treating me this way. They didn't mind making me feel like, and again, that's not their intention, but if you make someone feel disregarded or not special in a situation, especially if that's their love language, then to me, it's like, what's the point of finishing on good terms? Just to know that this person probably does not know what that is and how good that could feel. And that's their loss. So I think giving yourself that power is better. There is no power. I mean, it's the winter or sick. It's holidays. Have fun. You should yeah. time for for you. Yes, yes. So, how have you been taking care of yourself and taking putting you first? Mm, I just do makeup. I cancel gigs when I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, keep up with the messy DC drag scene. Literally, literally. Um, I, what did that tweet I put up today? Oh, it was like zero days since nonsense. It was like every time you log into DC drag Twitter, it is insanity. Insane. So if you do not know, DC the DC drag scene, any drag scene is full of drama. You have a bunch of queer people who are artists and emotional, so it's all gonna be. Drama. New York, Orlando, Houston, Chicago. It's always drama. Uh-huh. So every city has their version of drama. Our drama came in what has been known on Twitter as Aquaria Gate. Aquaria Gate. Not even Slap Gate. Aquaria Gate. Not Green Gate. <laughs> and it's insanity because essentially... So last week, um, mm. a really racist bar hosted... Pictures. <laughs> Pictures DC. DC's messiest podcast. No, no, get on board, please. A problematic uh, club 
hosted a queer. They hold they host, you know, drag race girls coming now. No. Mm. Um, and they bring them to this hallway of a club. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. You know what? I'm very sorry. I have to say this. And this is really no shade because yeah. I understand that space in DC is limited. Why are queer clubs so obtuse? Why is everything an L shape or an N or in something so ridiculous? One line is stupid. I don't want to stand in a hallway and watch someone perform. I don't. I don't. I really don't. Because it's not even an elevated hallway. It's not even not elevated. So it's like, not a runway. It's just move to the side. Please. Move to the side, please. <laughs> I hate that. I just hate that. I just hate that. That's just my, that's not even as good as that place as any place. Yes. But they hosted, you know, Aquaria. They had certain uh, performers there, but apparently one performer in a drunken blackout state was at another performer's house along with Aquaria. Um, Aquaria went to someone's home. Right. Something, the after party. You do a lot of afters, right? If you're in the DC Dragon King nightlife, you know what the afters are. It's always the after, after, the wherever the party is. And so during this after session, wherever it was, this person was recalling a moment in time and history, and they end up using the, the N-word with the hard R. So this is a white performer, a white DC artist. So this this queen who we'll refer to as Ben from Finance um, was recalling a story to other black performers. Okay. So they were at like, the afters in a drunken state and was using the N-word. Using? With, like use, multiple times? Use the N-word with okay. the hard R as a white performer. Now, there's so many problematic things. The first thing, you're just like, oh my gosh, use the N-word. Mm. But it was really the response after. Um, the music mm-hmm. drag scene is messy because all you girls, all you boys, all you MBs went out there and messaged this girl. They messaged this girl about what happened. Whether you were white, black, Latino, you all messaged her and said, well, did it really happen? Did Aquarius really sap you for saying the N-word at her house? And you would think the response would be, like, apologetic. But it wasn't, was it? I mean, I, from what I saw... All we, all we have is a screenshot. All we have is screenshots that we were... That were sent, posted that people, first of all, on Twitter. That multiple artists kept sending us, too, by the way. Literally. Like, if, like if we wanted to post about this person. Like, I agree, I agree we're never going to say... Their actual name, I will always insinuate it because we all know who it is. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I this is not, I was not there, so I don't know what. what, what but the screenshots from all the are conversations telling. are telling are the person being like, oh, I was really drunk, or um, oh, all these things are happening. You know, the person, the black queen who I said it to said it was okay, which why are you as a black person qualifying? Any non-black person to use the N-word, especially in, in that way. I've never done that. No one would agree. It doesn't sound very Black Lives Matter unless all does it. But this is why white uh, gays in and the scene are empowered because y'all let stuff pass. What is? I want y'all to say, my, my parents, I'm from the South. I'm sorry. I'm just be very frank. My parents raised me to say, don't let anyone call you a nigger. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just Period. what it was. Yes. So... Period. I couldn't imagine someone using that word around me and me being like, uh, it's, like okay it's okay to okay. them and coddling them in this day and age. I didn't see that. I guess I didn't see that. Or I didn't, I didn't, from this message, I didn't fully like encapsulate that. that that's what the transaction of that. Of that's that what happened. Community. Wow. Which then uh, emboldened this person to, to respond to every person not, who yeah. inquired, be like, 
I I got this. I already got this. Crazy. I have this mortgage. I have this master's degree. My brush got canceled. Are you gonna pay the artist? Why would someone else pay the artist for something that you, you got did. canceled? Are you? You did. Are you dumb? Uh, but again, this just shows who's in charge of who's who were in, uh, again. These are spaces that we have kind of people are not going to step to these people sometimes because they do have so much power. And I'm assuming that um, because at the at, at the end of the day, if you are black, that is saying yeah, it's okay to say the n word to a person. It's it's almost like you. It's because at the end of the day, that person is having to function in that kind of right. high racist situation. And just like the trauma dump, they like, absolves them of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. How do you get drunk and say that word? Because a racial slur is not my vocabulary. I've never got blacked out. Yeah, Rappi has yeah. blacked out billions of times <laughs> and has never said any racial slur whatsoever. Whatsoever. But I want y'all to know, y'all are slipping. The group chats are telling on y'all. <laughs> I want you all to know. I've heard, I've seen the screenshot, <laughs> I've heard, not even just this person, multiple of you girls are, are, are getting tagged for racial slurs, so your time's coming, the reckoning's coming. But I want to say this to Benton. Quit drag. Benton. Um, ben for finance. And, and, and you know why? Um, this is a petty reason. They're ugly. <laughs> and I know I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a mean bitch, I'm a mean girl, but I feel like, number one, if you're doing it, you should you should do it well. Yeah. And number two, you're using racial slurs. You're not taking responsibilities. You're reflecting things. Quit drag. Not because you're ugly, but because of other things. That is my reason, but I think the other stuff trumps that. Um, <laughs> and speaking of Trump, Trump's back on Twitter. And he's running for president in 2024. Um, and Elon Musk okayed all this behavior. Oh, my God. Elon Musk is such a cancer. But uh, then, then Trump, during the convention, there was some convention. He was like, yeah, I'm not going back to Twitter for real, for real though. Because we have their own, their truth social, whatever oh, the, the MAGA the, yeah, version yeah, yeah. of Twitter is. They have theirs. He's like, I'm not going back, like, for real. And so I was like, so why did you do this, Elon? But when he announced, when Trump announced his election, it was very much like a blast from the past. Like, I was like, oh, God, this feels like 2016. And, like, I think that as long as we all agree that we will not add him to the vocabulary for this upcoming election and not really, like, district, if the me- news medias really don't talk about him. This will be the one in time and only we hear from him in this election. You know what I'm but saying? But my issue is that there's still so much. <sighs> no one can come to a consensus in the minority communities about Trump, and that's annoying. I don't know why I go to the shade room and be like, yeah, we need him back. Like, why is that the, the commentary? Because uh, we're such a mess. I think it's just a mess because we do have uh, culturally. A lot of, like I said, misogyny and um, homophobia, transphobia in, like, Latino, black, filling the spaces, POC communities. And it's just like, when is it going to be, hey, we're all in the same kind of, like, we all have the same kind of situation going on here, no matter if we're gay, straight, or whatever. So, why are we... We're born this way, honey. We're born... <laughs> <laughs> That's a national anthem. As Stephanie Germanata told us on August. Yeah, maybe you're born this way. And so maybe I think that's kind of what um, is lacking in that solidarity because I think a lot of people, also, once we get money in the communities, I think that's where we start. I don't, I don't attribute the stimulus check to Trump. I, simply, I attribute it to COVID. No, 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 no. Once we get money in the sense of... 
But people were still using people, that as a reason. When, when, when people change their tax, tax bracket is yeah. when they start getting more conservative, to be clear. Oh, absolutely. That's really like, conservative. Get shot every time, D.C. Yes. Every time. Specifically here in D.C., but also, like, I have family that once they got a house, once they started owning houses, once they started doing all these things, they were, like, very Republican-esque. And also, and people, people, I noticed that people, quote, unquote, value truth. That they like the idea that Trump was funny. Honest. Honest. And all these terrible things that, you know, make Gemini's like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so entertaining. <laughs> and I think that's what we do best. Entertain. Um, I just don't think we should be in leadership. You know, Kanye also says he's running in 2024. What's that racist queer person? Milo Yamanopolis. He's like that carcerado. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They say that's his campaign manager for the 2024. Trump? No, Kanye. <gasps> Because he was just seen with him. I saw the pictures um, a few the days gay ago. gay one? Yes. It's, 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 well, you know, all the girls, all the rap boys, right, Drake? Do something for me. Do <laughs> something for me. All the rap girls, all the um, niggas. But, but speaking of Kanye. Um, How are you going to transition? I want to see. Go ahead. Speaking of Kanye, um, I'm so happy to be sitting here with. Uh, Julia Fox impersonator. Oh my god. Um, how do you feel about Julia Fox? If you don't know who Julia Fox is, she is an Italian American um, Aquarius. Aquarius personality. Um, you know she's only two years older than us. Con. I love Julia Fox. She is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's my Halloween costume next year. Just really interesting energy. And just, um, I like the kind of white people that do like the. Um, the allyship thing with other races is not really allyship, but kind of allyship. Being like, you know what, we're on this together. But then when something happens, like, oh shit, I can't believe that happened. That's fucked up. But they don't really do anything about it. Like that. I kind of like that. That's so hilarious to me. There's like this vapid sense of like morality. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't like to get dig deep though either. I mean, Aquarius, Libra, Gemini, we're all air signs. There's, no, there's nothing deep here. My pockets, honey. <laughs> okay. Pussy too. <laughs> oh, and I just hope to be as iconic as her one day, um, and we will because we're copying the format, right, girl? Honey, she got us together. She did, she did. Thank you, So, something I want the community, and this is really to my black people, um, but it's really all people of color. I, I want you to to listen here. We have to let. The idea that Chris Brown is talented, a star, go. We have to let it go. Worthy of a lot of just defense that y'all don't give anybody. So on one hand, there could be something said of me critiquing a black male as another black person, Mm -hmm. not uplifting, et cetera, et cetera. However, I think that we all have to hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is it's like, well, this white person or this rich person or this person didn't get held accountable, so why are y'all treating him like that? They all should be held accountable. That's that's not picking shoes. That's like R.J. Balvin, I think, now. J. Balvin didn't beat up his girlfriend, but I think that's the last person we're like. Sorry, Myth Hits. Huh? Myth hits. Myth hits what? Myth hits. That's who beat K Michelle, right? Maybe. Is Maybe he Latino? Not. No. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh no. So that's the way. That's who. Wait, Joe Bal. So you're saying in your you say Joe Bal. That's the one I've had to cancel in my post. Like. Oh yeah, do y'all have that? Because in- we've had to cancel because he did a whole horrible like video about like it was called Perra, which means 
bitch, but also right. Yeah, that was the one where they were in the dogs or something. And he put only the black women as dogs in cages. Hey, you're comparing that to a black man beating a woman. I'm a just saying we don't have a person. <laughs> I don't think that beat up uh, their girlfriend, and I don't think that's like for Latina culture. There's yeah, no, that's, so that's like the person domestic that, abuse is not that's part the person of your that I would. That's the well, we I admit we don't. Prosty, mama. No, we don't bring it. We don't bring it up in the narrative. To be clear, that's not brought up in the narrative. I'm sure that's definitely going on. But, like, for me, like, that's, like, the thing that people are like, oh, he's obviously a trash person. The way he behaved after was very trash. But because he's J Balvin, people still listen, support, da, da, da. But as, at the end of the day, he's not worth my defense. So why am I defending him? Right. You know? So just like Chris Brown, um, Crystal Maurice Brown, um, I actually worked with someone whose password was Christopher Maurice Brown. Like, I, I want you to do with perm gigs. Like, I know people, like, who are currently right. standing. I mean, you remember right, a few yeah, months right. ago, he was in the news because he had those $1,000 meet and greets. And he got to meet, all his fans across the country got to meet with him if they paid $1,000. Um, and great cash gap. Get your money, bitch. But I, it's all women. Like, I just couldn't imagine watching a person beat a woman and then me identifying as a woman and being like, that's my man. That's my man. I was against you. Like, if he beat up a man, I would have no problem. I would have no problems. I mean, I still think that if you're beating up people, that's a Violence is violence, but like you beating up a woman. Your partner. Your partner. Your partner. That y'all had a whole relationship, and your go-to was to literally, like, I mean, that picture was Right. And again, we all know that things happen. And any tough relationship, you know, it, it is never quote unquote one sided. Everyone yeah. plays a part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just be clear. Any toxic relationship is not just one person. Yeah, you're both engaging, so we're not excusing you know the other party where they play the role, but nothing excuses that. Yeah. It's a, to keep enact yeah. that side of violence on your partner, but also your partner who is such a big limelight and not even caring. It's it's, it's insane. I think people think that because Rihanna still got the better end of the stick. Especially, you know, I think that women don't always support each other. I think, but the woman always gets the better in the stick in these, right? Whether it's the Ike Tina or yeah. Whitney Bobby, you know, the woman is always still the. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it okay for them in their head, like, oh, well, he still deserves a change. But why I bring him up is because recently at the AMAs, um, number one, he was supposed to perform. The AMAs canceled his performance for unknown reasons. Um, because white America does not fuck with Christian. At all. White America, I would have multiple people tell me in, like, at Vita specifically, like, don't play Chris Brown. Right. And there's already, there's also racist attentions underlining because yeah. they, it goes back to that, you know, black man being painted as a savage and dangerous yeah. kind of thing. Because uh, people which try is, to say Kanye is unplayable now, too. And I'm like... First of all, white boys, that's y'all. That's y'all. That's it. That's not, that's not getting uh, let me tell you, A man's not going to tell me to not play Kanye right now. No shame. First of all, Life, uh, Life of Pablo? No. I mean, I'm not going to stop playing Kanye. Period. Uh, but for him, you know, he recently was supposed to perform at AMAs. It got canceled for unknown reasons. Obviously, the audience. He was nominated for Best Male R&B Artist, though. Yeah. And he actually won, even though his performance was canceled and he was not in attendance. Which is already a weird thing to do as an American. We're like, why well, give him an award if you're going to cancel his performance? Yeah. But to add more, you know, Kelly Rowland, Calendria, 
goes on there and accepts the award on his behalf, and the audience actually reacts negatively. There's like a boo and all this stuff. And she stops they them. They booed her, Kelly? They booed Chris oh. for winning. Oh, okay. And so she she puts her finger up and is like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to give him his flowers. That was an amazing R&B artist, blah, 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 blah. And the comments are like, yes, he's so great. He's the closest thing we have to MJ. Michael oh. Jackson. Michael Jackson. First Just of all. because that nigga could dance and do a little backflip. Girl, fuck him. You let a nigga beat your ass because you can do backflip? That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, we saw his picture in 2015 of his dick. Like, I guess people were really attracted to that. Yeah. But, like, a big dick is never going to beat me up. Mm-mm. And y'all can't even take it, so. <laughs> Word on the street. Most girls don't want that. Breaking y'all hymens. So we we need to we need to we need to get over this idea of of keeping problematic problematic exes problematic artists yes. like, problematic family members you don't need it you need to be in a space of positivity yes there's room for forgiveness but sometimes you have to pay for your mistake that's that just, that's just it that part for that drag artist this is the N word for Chris Brown for anyone you fucked up it's over yeah. You gotta. That's it. That's have, it. Have fun consulting. For you, move. Have fun. Leave the city. Yeah. Go away. Um, Chris, stop. Stop. Yeah. Because the issue is, y'all bitches can't even name Chris Brown songs that went from 15 years ago. No one listens to Chris Brown. Chris Brown's not make good music. I'm not saying this as like a petty, like, I don't need Chris Brown. Like, sonically, audibly, lyrically, production wise, it's garbage, mama. It's garbage. Transform ya. It's garbage, garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> um, so, so, so enough about stuff. Enough about him. Mm. Um, I want to know about you. Ooh. I know about you. How do you, as a person in the scene, deal with being out and dating in the scene? Because sometimes my friends come around, like they're talking to people, and then they stop, and then you run into the club. You run into me at the club. What do you mean? How about you run into the person that you were just talking to at the club, or you is your ex? Or your situationship. What happens? How do you deal with running to, to people you used to talk to? Um, well, perfect example this weekend. I I tried to end in good terms. I, well, I, I, I'm not a person that always ends in good terms. I'm not, I'm not afraid to burn the bridge. Um, but for this person, I think that because I thought they were actually like... And I can still think that there's an obsessive component to the, uh, the situation that we both felt because if it was haunting me it was definitely haunting them but for me that's not enough and I like to feel like someone's actually thinking about me and feel like like attentive to like my needs and I think I was only thinking about their needs and so I try to finish with good terms and be like maybe right now you're unavailable I understand that so let's just keep it cool keep it cute and then when I see them out we ended a good terms. We were laughing. We were flirting, and then I see them out, and they're acting. I realize different. that people just make things awkward for no reason. I learned that in the world, and I want if I can impart any wisdom, just be yourself. Like there's already so much going on in the world. Like why add any extra tension or awkwardness to it? Like you, I mean, literally, someone could have just been inside you, and it could still just be fine. Like we don't, we don't have to make big deals and have all these emotions about things. Like because it's dating. It's dating. You're going to pick people, and you're going to work or you're not. That, that's just how any relationship goes. If yeah. you date someone, either you're not going to work out or yeah. you're going to be together. Yeah. There's no... 
Let's and like I said, if we had that final conversation to be friends, let's start putting the groundwork. But avoiding me at a bar, that's not good energy. And like peeping your little peepers at me once in a while, that is weird. The stares. And this is not about this is not about, you know. So it's this is not about ultimately it's just hard because DC's so small. So chances are I'm see him again and again. That's what I'm saying. And, again. and to me, I, I that's why I, I, they, that person has been blocked because next time I see them, will be the next time I see them, and I'll be so beyond. And point. but then for DC drag, it's kind of like these girls go back and forth, but they'll be on the same cast next week. Kiki, it's confusing. But you have to keep those super. That's why. That's what my because they don't keep the same energy. They'll they'll and I'm saying all this about cancel this 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 queen. Y'all still gonna book her next week. Let's be motherfucking clear. Let's y'all are still gonna y'all still are gonna book her. Still, the white girls are gonna still work with her. No shame. We know the we know exactly the white girls that would. Work and the with black her. girls too. <laughs> Who's hungry? So it's it's just like we if we are committing to something as a society. If we're saying domestic abuse is wrong, bullying on set is wrong, uh, putting your projection on people is wrong, saying the n word in a after party in front of black people. <laughs> wrong it's all wrong um and a lot of people feel that way right now you know with the club q shooting that happened yeah. recently in, in colorado springs um the queer community has has, has been hit again i have seen a lot of vigils so shout out to yeah. uh, the, those uh, alliances those spaces in dc who are holding space for people mental health sessions um, vigils for for, for the victims and the survivors mm-hmm. um, and, and those who are donating money uh, to the causes because we, we lost so many people with unknown potential trans yeah. non-binary uh, queer yes. individuals who are who are now not going back and it's scary at a bar because you know we're all there just have fun that's what that's what went after after having the tumultuous emotional night of the situationships and all that kind of stuff I got home and I woke up from and I found out what happened at Colorado and I was like, wow, this night could have gone, like. Yeah, I mean, do you a remember? Lot, I mean, I rem- it took me back to Pulse. Everyone says it took me back to Pulse, took which to it took Pulse. me back to Pulse. I woke up and I could not imagine like having all my. I, like I said, to me, dating drama in DC is a blessing. If that's if that's the worst thing that's going on with you right now, be fucking lucky. Be be happy, because. It could it could be all over in a second. It's about to be the holidays. There are some people who are not. Yes, there's people that are not going to spend, and that's intentional. To me, that is intentional. Well, it is intentional because you remember this specific bar, Club Q. This happened on a Saturday, so the next day, which was Sunday, November twentieth, was is Trans Day Remembrance. So that's November twentieth, and this bar was having an all ages drag show to celebrate a Trans Day of Remembrance on that Sunday. So this was very intentional, um, a, a clear scare tactic about the progression of queer and trans rights in America, yeah. especially as we gear up for another midterm election mm-hmm. to happen, and then we're gearing up for another uh, presidential election um, in you know less than two years. So, it, but we can't give into that fear, right? Um, I think this calls into the, the, what we talked about last episode with nightlife and safety and all that kind of stuff, and we talked about having like specific um, training and enforcements for these kinds of ones, but then you hear about what happened at, at Club Q and the two people, two party goers, two people that were patrons in the nightclub, they're the ones that disarmed and took down the person. So that just shows you... Um, Imagine doing that in a, such a scary moment, like yeah. still, you know, putting your life in, in risk and protecting others. That's, yeah. 
And so those, and, and that is an intense reality that like we keep ourselves safe, and that's like one hundred percent the the ideal I think takeaway from those kinds of situations. People were saying that around there. Um, I just think it's like very like unfortunate that like people have to like you got to be able to step up in those situations and imagine like what the multitude of things that can go wrong, and also the trainings that you learn from these things. Would you would you do anything different? Like would you want security monitors beepers whatever at the club doors nowadays or like I what? mean I think that's I mean to me is honestly, that, that going to be too much I mean you already have L shaped and S shaped bars yeah. where you can't even get in barely. that's what's scary is like these bars are so vulnerable you know it took me a long time I'm not going to lie a lot of the bars that I used to go to I used to not go out to a lot because I was like scared that yeah that's happen. a reality and every time I still go to a bar I'm like looking at the exit so when I talk about these hallway bars, it's also just like that whole one way out shit, bitch, is not for me. Yeah. It's really not. Um, because trust, I'm surviving. Mm-hmm. And uh, the to to be quite honest, these I never could imagine like how I might I guess that we our hearts are with those people right now, honestly. Because I think those there's such a vulnerable space, you are so caught off guard. And I think that the biggest takeaway is that you have to keep putting your art out there right now there is a huge wave of red hate of, of like MAGA hate towards queerness and tra- drag queens specifically there was even in, in Florida they tried to close down the world famous um, I don't know I don't think it was the brunch place that I went to but there's no. a, a specific club there I took a drag queen took a picture with a child and then the mayor tried to get that place shut down right I've seen you know even recently with Drag Race star Courtney Yack Courtney Yack was reading a children's book um, that's queer friendly and they whatever prime minister's Australian media um, was trying to refer to as grooming children which is a very specific pedophilic like serious a- accusation like reading yeah. a book about wearing clothes you want to is not grooming children when yeah. most pedophiles are um, y'all straight uncles and brothers and daddies. But this is all residual of we set the standard. America is a, sometimes set the standard for how the world is going to react to things when it comes to race and gender. And, and we, like I said, we may not have been the first to legalize gay marriage and all that kind of stuff, but we sometimes can be the first that has always like brought, I think, queerness to the forefront mm-hmm. in the sense of social media, the ballroom scene. That's made fat, like high fashion film. Um, that's broken every sort of say, say, thing of mo- mainstream media. And even the fact that straight people are not saying shade, you know, I think even those kinds of tellings of how mainstream queerness is happening, that this is clearly just deriv- derived from um, the residuals of Trump. And we're going to see how this takes... Because this happened before the Trump election. It can happen it's again. It's happening again. It's happening again. <sighs> so, so, so how do we move forward in, in this... In a, in a positive note, on this on this Black Friday and this holiday season, um, I'm really grateful for the people I have in my life, like you, and I think that my family. I'm so lucky to have my mom and my dad, my sister this all this holiday season with me. I'm so proud of my nieces and nephews for going to high school this year. I'm grateful that they're out here being teens and living their lives in a new way. I am grateful that our podcast is, like, doing so well right now. And imagine four years ago where we would be if we didn't start this. So, like... When you start this four years ago? <laughs> it's, it's, two, honey, yes, 2019. March 2019. He meant four years. That's three years. Mm-hmm. So it was about to be four years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, see, four years. Yeah, four, four years. No. She's four years. young. Oh, but we have to have a four-year anniversary. 
Oh my god, a Beyonce you, theme for. What do you What are you grateful for? You know, I was really reflecting on this. I'm just so grateful for drag and art and the podcast and just the impact. You know, I think about when scary times happen, like, what are the good things? And I'm happy that I've been able to perform and engage with children. When I went into uh, the place where we performed for our Juneteenth, um, the parent who I saw, she, this happened like literally two weeks ago, she was like, you know, they still talk about that show, the kids and everything. And getting messages and comments on TikTok and Twitter about, you know, being an inspiration and being, you know, someone that they view as, as safe. Um, it, it's so important. And I'm grateful that I get to share this with my mom, that I can send my mom drag pictures, that we can watch drag race, that I can feel like when I go home, you know, I'm, I'm still accepted. And just for having loving part, my loving partner, loving family, loving friends, having all of this. So it is... It is not light, and I and I always go back to what does it mean to be rich in this world and wealthy, and you know I have a roof on my head, I have a loving family, and I get to wake up every day and be creative. So I, I'm really just grateful, and I'm going to continue to resist. Yes. Like we we have to not shrink as queer people, especially after this. We have to like be more loud and more mm-hmm. bold because it's just scare tactics. And if they're doing it to us now, you might as well live your best out life right mm-hmm. safely especially if you're a youth and you're not in a great space but safely yeah. as possible um so i now that's black friday y'all listen on black friday hope you had a, a great thanksgiving holiday oh that's right we're oh my god i'm in north carolina right now i know we're in the future <laughs> um <coughs> oh and what's the news corner was that new news corner all that was the news corner <laughs> i knew it was in a corner um, get to the corner. Get to the corner. Uh, all of it. So thank you all for listening, rocking with us. Um, we're about to be in December. The year's about to be over. So get out those Christmas coins. Um, I also just view Christmas. I say Christmas, but I don't view Christmas as religious anymore. Do y'all view it as religious? Um, I, just, I, just, I don't see Christmas as like anything to do with Christianity. Like in not, I not see in it probably an American thing, and I see it now as an adult. I guess I just see it as holiday movies, like Lindsay Lohan falling for Christmas. Yeah, that's what I see. It watch as. that first of all. <laughs> also, watch. I watched Dark, Don't Worry, Darling recently. Oh, I was gonna watch that. So <gasps> bad, so bad. Harry didn't give nothing. When I tell you he was doing the mannequin challenge between Florence's legs and while he was eating her out, I was like, he's giving nothing. Why is he sexy? Why do people see it? people are comparing Bad Bunny to him? I said ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh Ridiculous. There's no comparison. He has no imagination. And yeah, Benito would suck a dick with enthusiasm. Okay. And that's why you don't that's do my it. Man, though. <laughs> call me Benito. Call her. Actually, call her. Call her. La Pena. <laughs> La Pena más bonita de Washington, D.C. So, literally. So make sure you follow us at Wait Don't Do It Podcast on all our socials. The link tree will give you everything where you can find us, listen to us. Uh, follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow New Paris on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the stuff. And just keep liking, interacting, and we'll see you very soon for more episodes of Wait Don't Do It. See ya. Bye.